Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Friday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? It's not Monday. It's both. I mean, I technically, I guess that is one, Bob. <laughs> Bob jumps all over the intro to the program. Well, why not? Put this in review. <laughs> not doing one. great right now, Fred. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, here we go. This is the last Friday of the year. And there's not going to be any more Fridays. And you know I love Fridays. There's, there will be more. There will, more Fridays this will come. This is the last one. Two and three. You, do, <laughs> you, you can tell when Van's kid is back in town uh, for the holidays because uh, he acts like Van's kid. Oh. Uh, you get it out? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Now, okay, now I'm excited for 2024. Now that I got that out of the way. Yeah. Uh, new year, new me, first off. Bob, we're going to yeah. need all the rejoins today to be Taylor Swift, because that is the <laughs> only relevant no. music in 2023. Okay. So if you would find a Taylor Swift playlist. You got it. You are the best. Thank you. Do not do that. Do absolutely do that. Bob, Bob here's not only do Bob, that. do anything but Double that. down on it. Do anything but no, that. No, listen, I'm late to the Taylor Swift fandom game, even though her and I share a birthday. I'm never going. It, you mean you're never, ever, ever going. Is that a song by her? Getting yes, back is. together. Bob's like, yes, it is. Sure it is. I'm not a Swifty by any it's, stretch of the imagination. All right, so that's my word of the year. away from it. Let's start it out right here. Year interview with the boys. My word of the year is Swifty, Van. I don't think Swifty existed until this year. I had never heard it. It's a verb. It's a pronoun. It's... It's all, it's become Google, it's become Tweet, it's become Xerox, it's become Kleenex. If you are a, a fan of something, mm-hmm. you can be a Swifty of that thing. Well, I think it'd be different words for different fandoms. Well, there's no mayors. You're like, oh. There's I'm... no John Mayries. Mayorites. May- oh, okay, I did like that mm-hmm. one. All right, this is even a better concept than what I had. The term Swifty refers to... Go ahead. Are you assuming that Swifty is the first time this has been done? I didn't know about it. A nickname it. of a fandom? Are we doing the generation in review or just the year? So, do you, I have a lot to tell you about words. Yeah, well, okay. N- name a entertainer. Name yeah. an entertainer. Yeah, name one. Name one. Kanye West. He doesn't have Westies. He doesn't have yeeites. Yes, he does. You're going to sit here and tell me he's got yeeites? Jesus? Jesus yeah. has yeezites. God, show me the way because the devil tried to bring me down. No no entertainer in the well, history. Also, now that we bring up Kanye, where's he been? All right, hold on. Is he like on his meds? So the people that It's he, been a few months the since people, we've had Kanye news. The people he said he didn't like actually controlled the median uh, that he was successful oh, in. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Whenever you talk about people getting canceled, he you can only cancel yourself. Kanye West canceled himself in 2023. I thought Kanye would be back because 
They went to war. I see what you're doing there. Yeah. 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 I kind of distracted. To talk about 2023 and not put Taylor Swift as the number one story of 2023, pop, uh, political, cultural, sports, she is the definition of success as I now identify that word and what it means. She had a good year. The best year an entertainer could ever have. She's like, what, 27 or something? How old is she? Well, she I, was, I have no idea. She was born in 1989. Everyone knows that. That's why the name of the album is 1989. Is that why it's named that? Yes. What? That's pretty cool. Yeah. And if you'd like to hear it, you can hear her version of it because she now owns all of her masters because she's had the best year the history of an inter- in the history of entertainment. I'm talking of all time. I'm talking better than the Beatles, the Stones, mm-hmm. Elvis Presley. Mm-hmm. I'm talking greater than no. any person who has ever held a microphone in their Elton John, Eminem for two years. Like I'm talking about the greatest singular year in the history. Michael Jackson, better than all of them. Okay, well that's wildly incorrect. Who is it then? Well, no, it was Taylor's year. I'm not saying it wasn't Taylor's year, but it's not an all-time it's goat an all-time year. It's an all-time goat year. Uh, do you already forget about Adele? Are you talking about 2015, Adele? Sure. Hello? That's bigger than Taylor. It's me. Taylor's done it like five times throughout her career already. This is just like the most recent incantation yeah. of it. Hey, she's done it five times in her career because she's got it down to a science. Also, you're only like 20-something. Again, again. You can't can't have an eras tour. She has eras of performance. She's in one era. I saw the eras tour. I went and saw the thing. It starts with 1989. It works its way all the way up to today. It's the most incredible form of crap entertainment that's ever been created or existed. And this is what Swifties did. They went nom, 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 nom. A long and distinct period of history with a particular feature or characteristic. Yeah, that's her She's music. not old enough to have multiple eras. She was country music for some reason for a minute. That's what I'm saying. Because she's from the country. That's not true. She actually grew up with a substantial life, and she was quite fine enough from the beginning. Not everyone's suburban in America. Let's, Who's let's not? be real here. Who's not? Let's be real yeah. here. Yeah. If, if you're from the hood... You're from suburbia of somewhere else. It's still nice. Well, no, the hood's not nice. Okay, 2024 is going to be the year of being thankful. What are you doing? I'm going to be thankful for things. Thankful for what things? I'm being American, really. Because you're proud to be an American. Because at least I know I'm free. There is, and I don't want to blow this out of, out of proportion. There has never been a single calendar year in the history of the world where a single person has made the penetration that Taylor Swift has made, not just into the fan base she already had established, but newfound fandom in the world of NFL. Sure. In the world of political change. You know how many people registered to vote because Taylor Swift put out a tweet? There's no punchline here. She's literally just changing the world. She said, I got this. And it's not weird, sore loser. I'm doing it because I'm on the outside looking in. This is, I'm in the front and I have the opportunity to change. 
She's changing people, including Travis Kelsey, from a winner to a loser. <laughs> That's you beat me to that one. There's there is a moment in time in 2023 mm-hmm. where football fan learned about Taylor Swift for the first time because she's huge. We're not going to say that she's not huge. She's friggin' Times Person of the Year yeah, or she, whatever it's called. If that's not true, she it's, should be. It is. She is. There was a moment in time where football fan, sports fan, friend of the show, mm-hmm. longtime listener, never caller, you <laughs> have heard of Taylor Swift for the first time ever, and she's gigantic. Millions and millions of albums sold, billions of streams. And football fan heard of her for the first time yeah, and checked out her music and realized, just like the rest of us, how belligerently average she is. She is so mid. At she what? is the most six out of everything. No. Looks, personality, you need talent, to... everything. How is she in this position? Completely She's untrue. the most average artist ever. She is by far the greatest entertainer of all time. And there's not a single man... On this planet, you, I, and Bob included, all the listeners, all the friends of this show, that are even worthy of her presence. Tina Turner just died, she's Fred. No, she's no longer with us. When Tina we do, Turner died for our sins, our and memorial. you're going to evoke the name of Taylor Swift when we had one perfectly beautiful and talented Tina Turner this whole time? Taylor Swift's no Tina Turner, Fred. When Taylor Swift, when her time comes, and hopefully it's years and years and decades from now, Hopefully, there's an era's tour about the the era of tours that she did. Hopefully, that exists. I hate it so much. God, I hate it. It doesn't matter what you hate. I hate it so much. Because game recognizes game. And in the 2023 year in review from two men on, there is no bigger story this year. And we're going to go through them. She made Kansas City a relevant city. <laughs> it did not count as a city. It's been a good city. The ticket prices for Chiefs games, just so you can say you're in the same building as her, through the roof. The roof. There's no roof on that on Arrowhead Stadium. She made a billion dollars a stop in economical impact in cities that she performed her concerts in. And if it's not a billion, it seriously was $500 million. And she's worth $1.1 billion. That seems low. That seems like a low estimate. That, well, that was as of October. I mean, well, how much is liquid? Let's be honest here. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what is she got a one point one billion dollars in exposure? Seven hundred eighty no. million on the just the U.S. leg of her twenty twenty three Eras tour. Just miss me with all this Taylor Swift garbage. Did, how can you? Did it miss you all year? No, it hits you every day in the face. I am forced to talk about. The most solid six of all time. Margot Robbie. Ooh, that's an 11. (laughs) (laughs) I'll trade you eight Taylor Swifts for one and a half Margot Robbies. That's not good. The number you're saying is not a good number. (laughs) So she's my number one of the year. When we get back from the break, Van will give us his number one of the year. Because if it's not Taylor Swift in the news... I don't know what it could possibly be. Also, big thank you to everyone who was part of the program this year. And we're we're not just talking about 
Route 66 diner. We're not just talking about the YMCA. We're not just talking about uh, who have we had? We've had so many good partners this year. Hollow Spirits we had this year. Yeah. They, they were tremendous. Mexico Pinion to start the year. We've had throughout the course of this program, Howie's Sports Page. Sure. We've had throughout the Sadie's, which we're at every single week. The number of people, Teller Vodka, the amount of love and support that Teller Vodka has given us, elevated whenever we went out to the Super Bowl. Like the number of people who have financially been a part of this program is special. I-9 Sports has such a warm place in my heart. That, I wish I could have a milkshake from 66 Diner right now. Yeah, same. I should have got one on the way. Bob, can you let the next segment run long and you go to 66 Diner and pick us up some milkshakes? Does yeah, it work what, like that? Which, yeah, how do those just, buttons work? Can we just ignore the calls? Does it work like that? It's not supposed to. <laughs> oh, good <laughs> okay. answer. It is the last day of the year. What are they going to do? What are they going to do about it? <laughs> Hey, but all I, I don't know, but I'm here for the next three days. So. Oh, oh, okay. So never mind on that. We just need a new plan. But at all of those entities, there's more. I know I've left some off. Sure. But all the friends of the show, man, like the amount of growth and penetration, second time, mm-hmm. that the friends of the show have made this year in this program is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, I'm astonished. I'm going to, like, we go to a thing, they are there. We create an idea, they support it. Like the friends of the show showing up and showing out, I don't say it enough because I'm not kind, but I need them to know what that means to me. I care about that. I feel like we tell them often. You do? Yeah. I don't tell them enough. Friend of the show, I love that you're part of this. I love that we're able to. Monday through Friday, 4 to 7, and all the weird weekend stuff we do all the time, including Duke City Championship Wrestling and going to Isotopes and United and and events at the Rio Rancho Event Center and concerts and all this weird stuff we host, including trivias and watch parties and and fill in the blank of all these things. Every time you show up and you tell me how Hobo Hank was robbed, I love that. Every time you show up and tell me, yeah, Van does look as weird as you described, I love that. Also, bring us a milkshake. Are you Please, in your car yes, right now? Yeah, come down 504th Street. I'm feeling like a grasshopper right now. Mm-hmm. Bob, Bob, what do you want? 505-246-0610. Text the program if you're getting milkshakes. I'm a chocolate and banana side-by-side guy. The old Elvis? Yeah. Mm. That's peanut butter. What did you say? Just chocolate and banana. He puts peanut butter in there, too. Well, give him some peanut butter, too. Okay, I'll take an Elvis. Yeah. I'll take a Presley. Give, I'll take a grasshopper. Yeah. Fred wants an Elvis against his will. Bob, straight what vanilla. are you having? So, vanilla, straight vanilla. Uh, hey, he wants the Taylor Swift. That's what I, uh, that's what that is. That's a Swiftie. A solid six. Have I ever heard one? Thank you for tuning in with us. We're going to go to commercial. I would never tell anyone not to listen to our commercials; they're important. But if you want to right now, friend of the show, go over to ninety six point three. There's a Buck and Dex reunion going on on the other side of the of the other side of the wall here. I think they're also on commercial. Well, they'll probably be back before us. <laughs> but Buck and Dax, who did it forever on the edge of your seat listening, you can you can tune into them over there and just jump back and forth and relive your favorite radio program of 10 years ago and your favorite radio program of today. Same time, baby. We, we decade a review with Buck and Dax. We should, well, let's get them both in here before they go. I love that idea. Yeah. Because they walked so we could run in this market. That's real. This program wouldn't exist without the success that that program had. I think they're actually running right now. Well, I mean, this is just a reunion episode. <laughs> this is not a f- full-fledged episode. 
This is the Eras Reunion Tour. Vans, story or topic of the year. Whenever we get back, it's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Is this a is this a Taylor Swift? Is that this is the Taylor Swift. Oh my God! Look at that face. You look like my next mistake. Loves a game. And Van, you're busted. This is insanely you're, average. You're busted. Uh, when this came on, I saw you doing a little chair dance. There you go. Chair dance. Yep, you're yeah. doing a chair dance, man. I wish that it came out earlier in 2023. <laughs> 2024, I'm going to get in a Taylor Swift. I think I'm going to give it a. I'll give, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a real shot. And when I say real shot, I mean not care at all whatsoever about Taylor Swift, her music, or what she does in the world. Taylor Swift, the story, of 2023. Van, you say otherwise. What was it? It's Elon Musk. Okay. Of course, it's Elon Musk. No. Became the richest man on the planet. Allegedly. Said something stupid on Twitter, got blocked, and it's like, you know what? I'll buy it. <laughs> People made fun of him because he said stupid things on Twitter, and he said, na 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 na. I will buy it and run it into the ground. Dog, he's running into the ground. No one puts money on it anymore. The blue, the paying for a blue check mark, so it, stupid. It's the most absurd thing I have ever seen. It was a platform, social media's biggest platform, mm-hmm. but more importantly, a platform to print money. Everybody in the world used to give Twitter money. You had to be on Twitter. You were socially obligated yeah. to be on Twitter. Every single entity in the world used to sponsor Twitter, give Twitter money. Advertise on Twitter, co-sponsor with Twitter, do events with Twitter, and they are running for the hills. Well, and you know, the part that's another level of what you're describing is it it was a level of validity. It was you show up to Twitter and it was, oh, this person's verified. That's a legitimate source. That's a it's its own verb. You tweet. tweet. You tweet. Not only did he run it into the ground. He changed the name of one of the most marketable products in the world. Also, the Cybertruck's ridiculous. That that truck sucks, dude. The Cybertruck is ridiculous. It's, first off, not a truck. Second off, not cyber. None of those words are no. true. It's neither cyber or a truck. It, look, it is a monstrosity. It looks like if you asked a child to draw a truck. That's 100% true. That's what it is. And I know that from first-person experience. From being a child. Because that's what I used to draw. <laughs> a slightly tilted rectangle on wheels. That's what it is. You remember? <laughs> hey, look how safe and secure and strong our Cybertruck is. Throw this metal ball at it. Uh-huh. Smash. <laughs> broke the window. Well, here's the This pro- fool. Here's the problem with that. That wasn't even last year. That was two years ago that happened. This is how long this insane, audacious tragedy has been going on. And it finally, they finally mm-hmm. started 
delivering these hideous trucks to people, and they charged extra money, and they found out the the electric charge lasts half of what they said it was going to. That's what the charge was, half. Not half the money, half the battery. Then when they said, hey, we're going to charge you half, people were like, that's awesome. They meant the battery. The battery. They did not mean. No, no, no. We're charging you more money, and you're getting a ugly dumpster on wheels from some weird, subversive racist who owns Twitter, and you can't even drive it as far as you thought you could. You can't leave town. Here's how together Elon Musk has it. And by the way, I have fallen victim to this exact same thing. So I'm not going to sit here and lambast him for this, but I'm going to let you know by describing what I'm about to describe you, his, the state of his psyche. Amber Heard. The state of Elon Musk's psyche is that he thinks it's a good idea to fornicate with known bed defecator Amber Heard. Sure. He said, you know what sloppy seconds I want, y'all? Amber Heard. Hey, you remember the lady who hit herself in the face and took Johnny Depp to court? I'm going to go to pound town on that one. That's the one. She's the one for me. They were together. She left him for Johnny Depp. Went crazy. Er, than she was known to be beforehand. And then Elon Musk was like, come on back. I'm just a fool for love. What? Oh, you thought Amber Heard. I mean, Twitter, the Cybertruck, Amber Heard. Mind-bogglingly painful. My favorite is challenging Mark Zuckerberg to a cage match. Why did he do that? He challenged was selling wolf tickets for pennies on the dollar. He is so unbelievably full of it. Challenging Mark Zuckerberg, who actually practices Brazilian jiu-jitsu, like a legit practitioner of a martial art, to a cage fight. And went as far as contacting the country of Italy mm-hmm. and teasing that they're going to do it in the Colosseum and Everyone in the world knew better. If you thought that Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk were actually going to get into a cage fight, you are a fool. You're a fool. You are a fool of epic proportions. Mm-hmm. This is the most attention-hungry Aaron Rodgersy air grab in the history of air grabs because there is no way that was going to happen. I don't believe his kid is actually named XAEAX-XII. I don't believe that. You can't name everything X, Elon. You wanted to you wanted to name PayPal X. You wanted to name everything X. Officially and, the last name the officially the name of that baby was changed, just so everyone yes. knows. Just I want to be yeah, very clear. For that. its future. As a human, <laughs> that is the right thing to do. It should have been court appointed that you change that stupid baby's name. How could you do that to another Hold human? On. The baby itself, probably not stupid. The baby itself, probably fine. But the problem mm. is with the name. Mm. That's not just I a baby's name. 
That's a 10-year-old's name and a 20-year-old's name right. and a 35-year-old's name and a 50-year-old's name when the time comes. Anything, don't do that. This is child abuse. Anything dumber than Van, don't name your kid that. Hey, Van is, Van, bo- that's, that is that's, bottom of the barrel, That's the dude. bottom. That sucks. Anything dumber and weirder than Van. Yeah, Van is a sucky name. Don't name your kid that. No. This is the last one. Yeah. Van's the last it one. It should not. No don't one, do anything crazier than that. Friends of the show. Do not name your kids Van. Especially. There are way cooler names First off, Harambe. Okay. Yes. First off, yes, please. (laughs) Don't do it. And as talk show host, it's good that we both have, like, non-traditionally named. Although Fred is, like, traditionally a name. It's It's not anymore. Yeah. It's out of the mix. No one is named Fred anymore. Because people name their kid AOXXically. That's true. Because people do that now. Ashton, uh, Jay San, uh, d- d- yeah. they're, they're all terrible Stop now. It. Stop it. Stop it. You're ruining your kid's future. Keep your kids regular. Bob, how many Bobs you know growing up? Tons. A grip. You knew hundreds. A few, yeah. Yeah. Lots of Roberts. <laughs> yeah, it's a common name. Robbie's. Yeah, that was my little that was, kid name. That was you as a kid, Robbie? Yeah. yeah. When did you go to Bob? Oh, uh, probably when I hit college. Yeah. When you were, what was your radio name? I can't remember. Bob Hill. Bob Hill. BH? Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that it was BH. Well, I didn't go by BH. I went by <laughs> Bob Hill. Ah. That's a good move, not going by BH. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's an acronym for something everyone has. Yeah. Yeah. Bad hair. Opinions. Yeah. <laughs> Opinions are like them. Back then, there was not talk radio like it is today. Back where? Back in the Yeah, because we changed the game, 70s. Fred. Hey, That's why. Hey, the game has been Cause changed. Because it's, it's different now, yeah. is what you're saying, Bob. Early 70s is when I started. That's a long time ago. That's, he, that's before Elon Star told the CEO of Disney to go bleep himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it didn't get... The, it, and everyone And everyone else who buys advertising on his stupid platform... He told Dog. the world to go bleep Dog. themselves. He well, said for, for Bob Iger to forget himself, it didn't get the pop that he wanted, no. so he repeated it. Yeah. Because I work in pro wrestling. If the crowd doesn't give you a pop, you don't get to reshoot it. I don't know what that means, well, but I, I get yeah. the gist. <laughs> yeah, but... So, uh, it, a, a reaction. Well, yeah, but Disney told him to take down a tweet or something, and that's why he did it. Disney can do whatever they want. You know how I know? Look at Florida State. Yeah. Disney can do whatever <laughs> they want. They beat a United State. Period. Disney won against a United State. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it was Florida, America's penis. But, I mean, let's, let's give them their credit, though. That's tr- that is correct, anatomically speaking. Yeah. But they have lost millions this year who has disney well no they're just they're rebranding yeah Yeah, because they make crappy marvel products whenever we get back this has been the worst year in the history of superhero movies i'm on that it's 2023 in review disney's lost more than 10 billion dollars on its streaming service that is a drop in the bucket for disney i'll take it yeah yeah oh sure that's not what i'm saying in the fourth, in the third quarter, two thousand twenty-three, Disney lost three hundred forty-seven million dollars 
Good news. That's down from $1.48 billion the year before. Loki, what? Loki wasn't that bad. It wasn't. Loki, <laughs> Loki wasn't that good. Uh-huh. We'll talk about the worst year in the history of super movies, superhero movies. Whenever we get back, enjoy the Buck and Deck show for the next three minutes. It's two minutes on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I don't like your little games. Don't. You like this one, Van? Is this also Taylor Swift? They are all Taylor Swift all day long. 2023 year in review. Are these songs from this year? Banger, 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 banger. These are all from her greatest hits. Yeah. Greatest hits. They're all hits. Okay. Of this year. Yeah. Not all the songs are from this year, uh, obviously, yeah. but it's their her greatest hits up to this year. I would be cool if they didn't exist. I'm sure you would. Yeah. I'm sorry that you suck. Because <laughs> oh, of my perfect 2020 hearing? Is that is that what we're talking about is here? Your, is and your... I could hear how awful that is? I'm sorry that you don't I'm hear... sorry. Okay, that's unfair. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to apologize. That's, thank you. It's not awful. Oh, thank it you. It is belligerently avid. It is just pedestrian <laughs> as art can get. It is so watered down and uh-huh. basic. And perfect. I can't it wait is, for the it is mob me- of Swifties to meet mm-hmm. you. At the it is the Uggs of music. It is the Bud Light of music. It's <laughs> it perfect in every awful. taste and flavor. Watered down like Bud Light. Delicious. Mm, mayonnaise. It's everyone's palate. Mm, mayo. <laughs> slurp, 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 slurp. Mm, miracle whip. Everything we're about to say about <laughs> this being the worst uh, year in the history of superhero movies, we are not at all talking about Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. If if you hear oh. if you think that for one second you're very wrong. That is an actual motion picture. That is a critical and commercial that is hit. Cinema. It was beautiful in every way. It was drawn, executed, voiced, presented perfectly, fantastic in every aspect. Beautiful. None of this conversation is about Sony's animated Spider-Man across the Spider Verse, but it is about the Marvels. It is about Ugh. it is about the Aquaman that released three days ago. No one cares. No one cared in the whole world. No one cares. It's about the Flash. Here's the thing, Michael Keaton. You screwed up. Mm-hmm. You're no longer everyone's favorite Batman. Because you attached your name to that. You shouldn't have done pile. it. Ugh. Van, he had. All right. So we talk about this all the time. The rub of nostalgia. Sure. Nostalgia. Mm, num, 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 num. Lot, everything is so much better because of nostalgia. Hey, here's an idea, friend of the show. Go sit down and play Nintendo Entertainment System right now. It sucks. But if you ask me, I remember the greatness that it was. I still enjoy it. I'm, it, I'm that guy. It is boo-tay. Compared to the technology that exists now. If it came out but again. it's still awesome. If, if regular Nintendo came out today with PS5 sitting right there. It would be the most laughed at piece of entertainment ever. And that's what Michael Keaton made himself when he returned in The Flash. I watched 12 minutes of that movie. And fast I just forward. laughed and laughed and laughed. The opening scene was good. It, no. Where he ate the candy bars and then had to run in slow motion? No. It was awful. It was, I mean, it, it was cool. stupid. 
It made me giggle uncontrollably, not in a good way. I was laughing at you, Flash. I was not laughing with you. And the guy who plays Flash, he's a weirdo. He's so terrible and weird. They put him in the movie twice. He was himself, and then he was younger version of himself. So for a lot of the movie, it's Michael Keaton and two of this weirdo dude. Also, I watched this on a plane. So don't act like I I took the effort. I was stuck. There was nothing else I could do. It took no effort. It took more effort for me to get up and turn it off. It was awful. And every single comic book movie of the year was awful. They They don't even care. They don't care. They do not care about you, moviegoer. They're putting out only booty. Disney Plusser. Galaxy Guardians of... Loki was like the Taylor Swift of shows this year. Just belligerently average, passable. It's fine. It was it was, it was fine. Only okay. It was okay. Everything else sucked. Guardians what? of the Galaxy? Four? Disappointment. It was I'm gonna agree with you. Huge disappointment. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm gonna agree with you. The ending made no sense. The middle was tedious. Obviously the beginning was cool because you know got jokes and good music. Sure. That was the worst one of the series. The Marvels, and hey, I'll get this off my chest. I know what you're about to say. Speaking of chess, go ahead. Brie Larson sucks. Oh my God. She's a dime piece. Oh, she's beautiful. In real life, yeah. Just as gorgeous as a human being. I agree completely. Fun and sweet and personable. Just a a dynamic person. I buy her a drink at the bar. The movie was awful. (sighs) The set design, it was comical, it was blue screen. It was like, why? Why are these people wearing dollar store masks? It didn't make any sense. The costumes were like, is this like a middle school art project? What are you doing? This is Marvel. You have billions of dollars. You have Disney behind you now. And this is what you did? You had to sit around in multiple meetings, meeting after meeting after meeting with marketing and production and set design and script and screenwriters and Every single human being that a movie needs to be made was in a meeting with you, and that's what you decided on? In the that hi- is sad. In the history of film, the entire history of film, there are two movies where I'm convinced there can be a strong female lead in an action movie. Okay. Only two. Mm-hmm. Heroines do not exist in action films outside of Terminator 2. Okay, and Alien. Sarah, all right, there's three, because I'm going to give you Sigourney Weaver. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Give me Sigourney Weaver in Alien. Give me Sarah Hamilton in Terminator. And give me Kill Bill. You give me those three movies, and I'm saying, fine. I'm convinced that women are bad dudes. Everything else is garbage, and Marvel's is an example of that. You you didn't like Linda Carter as Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman sucks. Wonder Woman is boring and stupid, not, not. and her superpower is making you tell the truth. That's the thing every lady wants. It's a stupid <laughs> superpower. But she was a strong lady. Charlie's Angels more. sucks. Oh. Laura Croft sucks. Mad Max sucks. They all are very bad. The X-Men movies featuring the redhead girl, they suck too. Like, give me only Kill Bill, only Terminator 2, and the Aliens movies. Van. They ruined my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
That was awful what they did to my beautiful boys. Look what they've done to my boy. It's awful. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sucked. It was awful. What is a blue beetle? I d- what is blue beetle? Okay, number one, I'm glad Latin culture, you got your superhero. That's Congrat- a superhero? Congratulations, Spanish-speaking world. Um, it was hideous. It was not funny. I did not say it. Was, it was almost offensive. Like, I'm glad Latin culture got a superhero, but it was so cliche, it was offensive. The Mexican stereotypes that they ran through the dirt in that movie. Are you talking about it Black Panther? Awful. When they had to fight the swimming Mexican army? No, that was also awful. <laughs> no, the Blue Beetle. I didn't even finish the movie. It was so horrible. I watch movies. Like, I just watch them, you know? Yeah. Like, I will watch and finish a movie, even if it's that bad. There are multiple superhero movies this year where I was like, I can't finish this. This is making me angry how bad this is. Neither of us watched Shazam. That's how bad movies were this year. Also... Don't expect it to get better next year because Dune 2 is coming out, and that's going to super suck. Okay, I'm into Dune. I like I like Dune. Yeah, Dune and the director. Whoever, Dillis Villanueva, his cinematographer is a genius. Same year in review, but this time television. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. There I was again tonight, forcing laughter, faking smiles. This is also this is also a Taylor Swift. It's all Taylor Swift all day. It's the okay. 2023 year in review. Times person of the year. Is that a fact? It didn't say times most average person of the year. I don't like because that's what I think she is. She's a six in every aspect of her life. When we went to break, I said we're going to come back and talk about who I- chooses regular M and M's. There's peanut M and M's. There's cookies and cream M and M's. There's peanut butter. There's caramel M&M's. Okay. She's just a regular plain M&M, not even the hot one in her new shoes. M&M is a different entertainer than Taylor Swift. You're aware of that, right? Talking it's an about entirely the candy, different Fred. M&M's are delicious. But who buys a bag of regular plain M&M's? That's Taylor Swift. I've seen you bite into a payday and enjoy it, so I don't feel like you can be critical at all. Also, today is payday. I'm pretty stoked. It's okay. Yeah. Hopefully, it's a payday for you. <laughs> It used to be a radio bit we did. It's Friday. Who does that? I mean, us. Us. Yeah, us. We totally do that. Speaking of us, I was like, let's do the TV segment, and we'll just talk about the best TV of the year. And we were both obviously going to say The Last of Us. That's what we were both obviously going to do. And you were like, well, what what are the categories, Fred? Like, what's the thing? I'm like, first of all, did you not do your homework? Yeah, we're doing the best of. We're doing the worst <laughs> yeah, of. Like, what's... We're doing, like, we leaning into this Taylor Swift thing and talking about the most average television. We doing that too? I don't like that you just said that. I don't. I'm not a fan <laughs> of you not understand. Oh, she is Ding. so average. But I mean, there is a lot of categories in the world of TV, right? Because there's like there's traditional TV, which doesn't exist anymore. Taylor Swift, the gray hoodie of music. <laughs> it's like versatile, though. You could, yeah, you can do anything with a gray hoodie. Sure. What do you? What first date? Gray hoodie's good. Duke City Championship Wrestling at the Historic El Rey Theater tomorrow night. You can buy a gray hoodie. Got a, got the shield on it. Yeah, but that has a shield of a cool thing on it. She's just a gray hoodie. I mean, like a worn-in one. Yeah, but they like got... Like a new one that's still stiff. But, oh, like, hey, hold up. Do you do this, or you? All right. You and I have both lived very bachelor lives. 
and for the continue. time that we've known each and other. We'll continue. To. Yes. Yeah. I'm very comfortable there. Same. It's nice. Do you have a sacrificial hoodie in your closet like I do? Do you do that move? Oh, of course. Okay. I didn't want to be the only one. I have two of these. <laughs> <laughs> the one I'm wearing right now. Because I know it's going to be gone. I'm traditionally an extra large, but I get like a large one because traditionally the people that I have to the visitor side of the bed are not extra larges. Oh, also 2023, the year of Van getting jacked and not liking it and going back to be skinny. Because your clothes don't fit anymore? Yeah, I didn't have any clothes. No one had mentioned to me how you were jacked this year, but a lot of people mentioned to me how you didn't look sickly anymore. And I thought that was nice. Same. Yeah, I got that a lot. That's awesome. This outro music sucks because it's not Taylor Swift. Van beat jaundice. (laughs) He's the one. We're going to continue our year in review because a big part of our year this year was Duke City Championship Wrestling. And joining us in studio is Duke City Championship Wrestling inaugural champion Thunder. And if we're able to get him to take his sunglasses off, I'm going to be surprised. He won't. He won't. A lot of pro wrestling talk whenever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. Special guest Thunder, the sports animal. I mean, this is the one. This is finally not Taylor Swift. Something different. Oh, wait. This is also Taylor Swift? Blech. Put that microphone right up to you. Joining us in the studio. Duke City Championship Wrestling, sure. inaugural champion, garbage, thunder, Mostly because I'm a Broncos fan. I <laughs> <laughs> had a watcher for two games straight up there in the rafters. Are you available to wrestle on Saturday at the Historic El Rey Theater, or do you have to go play quarterback for the Broncos? You know, I, you know, they, I had to hash it out with them. Yeah. They, they called me, and I said, uh, I'm, I better just... Uh, Honor my commitment yeah. to Duke City Championship Wrestling. That's smart. Like, your pe- your people didn't let the call through at first, and you were like, let's pay the respect the Broncos deserve. Oh, this is making exactly. sense now. Yeah. So you also betrayed Russell Wilson. Is that what happened? It was the whole let's ride thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Thund- I wasn't all about it. Thunder with us. He became the inaugural Duke City Championship Wrestling champion at our October show. And what a lot of people, I believe, in the short life of Duke City Championship Wrestling have called the pinnacle moment of the promotion when you showed your true colors, betrayed Hobo Hank and your longtime friendship to wear what you are currently wearing here in studio, the Duke City Championship Wrestling title over your shoulder. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I want I'm going to call it betrayal. No. I, I would call it opportunity. Oh, okay. <laughs> the opportunity was there, and I took it. I mean... It's, it's as simple as that. There was heartbreak. I've talked to, I think I told this story on air. I'm at a press conference the other day, and it's for the New Mexico Runners, by the way. They got a 3 p.m. game tomorrow at the Rio Rancho Event Center. Go check them out. Swing over to Duke City Championship Wrestling and get a standing room only ticket because that's all that's left for Duke City Championship Wrestling. Oh, wow. There you go. No seats. Have you not had a sellout, Fred? We've had sellouts. This one will be oversold out. This will be the biggest crowd we've ever had. That's why. DCCWtickets.com, by the way. If you do uh, support Duke City Championship Wrestling, keep in mind that I am in the ownership group of that, and that slides money into my pockets. One of my lowlights, we haven't we haven't gotten to the worst of the year yet yes. in the year interview. Well, one of my personal worst of the year is your betrayal of <laughs> Hobo Hank. You, how do you how do you sleep at night, Thunder? Like a baby holding my championship. How, <laughs> how else would you sleep if you were champion? <laughs> 
<laughs> on my side. I'm a side sleeper. 20 years in the game of pro re- professional wrestling together. Out- countless hours on the road. Tag teams. Like, you guys have done this thing, you and Hobo Hank, forever in the weird world professionally. And you said, I hate Hobo Hank. I hate the fans of Duke City Championship Wrestling. And you ripped the title for yourself. And I don't believe anyone has smiled at you in months. Months. It's been months. Not even my kids. Even my youngest. Oh, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Hank. Uncle Hank. How did you betray him? I, I get the countless questions all the time. Thanksgiving came. He didn't come to the table. Christmas came. There was no gift for him under the tree. Yeah, because I always picked him up. <laughs> I had to drive him everywhere. You know, you know how frustrating that is? 25 years of, uh, you know... Lugging him around. around. Lugging around Hobo Hank. <laughs> Jeez. And he never had gas money. Never. <laughs> flat out. And, you know, that's the thing about Duke City Championship Wrestling, because you've been telling stories, Thunder, here in the uh, state of New Mexico for a lot of years. You've been, you've been doing it in front of a lot of fans. And this is, at least to my understanding, the first, like, monthly reoccurring opportunity to tell really, like, complex stories to those fans. What has it been like to have them go from your fans to your, not cheering, but jeering? And then what's it been like to be able to perform monthly in front of your hometown on television as the inaugural champion of this organization? I'm going to have to say it's been amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's been a lifelong dream. Um, I don't have to travel seven, eight hours, ten hours to go wrestle in a town that I don't know. You know, you don't know what the turnout's going to be. Right. Like you said before, we've had a pretty good, consistent turnout for Duke City Championship Wrestling. We've had sellouts. This is going to be sold out. And, and it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling to to just be on top. That feeling when it was over 500 people in attendance at the October show, when Thunder betrays Hobo Hank to scale the ladder to win the Duke City Championship Wrestling inaugural title, 500 people chanting, forget you, Thunder. That emotion... I don't know how you can top it or low it, however you define it. I thought I was I Love You Thunder. It was not. <laughs> yes. It was not yeah. at all. I, I could have sworn in my ear I was hearing I Love You Thunder. <laughs> it, if you could see on the... <laughs> is that what it was? I, was yeah. I, I, I was excited. I was like, finally, somebody understands me. They uh, It sounds like they're chanting, let's go Brandon. That's what I heard. That's what it sounded like. That's what it sounded like. They're saying uh, the same boo earns. That's what it was. Yeah, it's not boo. It's boo (laughs) earns. Tomorrow night at the historic El Rey Theater. Doors are at 6 o'clock. Live music, 6.30. First bell at 7.30. And the headliner tomorrow night is Thunder as he faces Mr. Happy, which a lot of fans of Duke City Championship Wrestling might argue he's the face of the company. He's the the most excitable guy that's, that's doing it, in their opinion, the right way in Duke City Championship Wrestling. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they love happy. Yeah, but I don't. Okay, okay. <laughs> you just constantly just shut it all down. Hate. You're just constantly fueled by hatred, whether it's your engine or the hatred of others. How do you survive in that atmosphere? Very easy. <laughs> lonely at the top, boys. Lonely at the top. <laughs> the best part of, of Thunder, he says, "Yeah, I'm the best." Then there's everyone else. Like the conversation just stops. Mr. Happy who doesn't have a perfect record in Duke City Championship Wrestling by any means, but he has the fan base behind him, right? So we make the announcement. Mr. Happy versus Thunder, the main event of Duke City Championship Wrestling, December the 30th, wrapping up the year at the Historic L. Ray Theater. And the fans, I see the social media reactions. They all hate you. 
It's all, let's go, Mr. Happy. It's your time. It's due. Thunder doesn't stand a chance. Like, you're going to go out there and get embarrassed. You read that stuff? Do you see that stuff as the champion of Duke City Championship Wrestling? I see it, and it just fuels my fire to be better. Train every morning. Get up. Do it again. Right. Because that's what champions do. Champions don't listen. They don't care what people think about them. Champions only think about one thing, and that's being great. Is anyone paying money for a ticket because they hate you? I think every single one of them. Yeah. You know, I got, <laughs> this is funny, the last show, I was up there, and they're like, you sold out. You sold out. I recall. Mm-hmm. And I pointed at every single one of those people, and I said, yes, I sold every one of these seats out. Oh. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for the house, you said. Exactly. <laughs> Thunder joining us on the program. He's the Duke City Championship Wrestling champion of the well at least duke city i do what is the formal t- what title are you, is it champion of the world is it champion of the it says world champion right here. i'm into it there you go that's a it's a big world <laughs> of people that hate you it's 100 yes that. there's so many people in the world i get it all the time the second people talk about duke city championship wrestling it's expletive expletive thunder and there's nothing else you know i had a i had a mentor tell me one time you know what, Thunder? It's your world. We just live in it. And guess what? I live by that motto now. It's my world. You guys just live in it. In your professional career, you've had at or approximately how many titles? How many titles? Probably 15 titles. 15? Yep. Where does this one stand in your hierarchy or tier of titles? Do you, do you have them 1 through 15? Do you have them in groups of three, how important they are? Where does this one land? Um... I'm going to be absolutely honest right yeah. now. This is the number one. Yeah. This is number one championship I've ever held. Why? Because it's in front of our our hometown. Yeah. And, you know, we get to see these people all the time. And, I mean, it's great. It's it's just a childhood dream. Do you think it would maybe mean a little bit more to you if you had done it the right way instead of cheated your way to the top, betrayed your best friend of all time, and broken hundreds and hundreds of hearts at the historic El Rey Theater? Uh, that's just a perspective thought, really, because... You know, uh, my way was the right way. I was cheated out of my uh, tournament match, and I found a way to sneak my way into the championship match. You want, you want to take your first call ever on radio? You ready for this? Let's take it. Let's so it. keep in mind, we didn't give out the phone number here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So friend of the show, Dan. Dan, welcome to the program, brother. How are you? Hey, my brother, my <laughs> my two favorite weirdos. My man. You, man. <laughs> you cats are so unbelievably weird. <laughs> uh, how you boys doing? We're doing good, hey, brother. Hey, hey, Thunder, I, I love these guys, man. I, I, they're just so awkwardly uh, beautiful. Hey, um, I'm just happy that you guys are creating more activities for the community. You know me, I, I appreciate that kind of stuff, and there's not enough... You know, there's not enough events for the community to go out and enjoy, and the fact that you're creating, even though it's 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 what it is. You know, I, I'm one of those that I grew up watching uh, um, wrestling on Sunday mornings at the Civic Auditorium. Yeah, which know, was the jam, uh, yeah. With uh, Ricky Romero and um, there you go, the, the Funk the Funk Brothers and Mike London put that put that whole that whole grip together. That was a pretty oh, yeah. incredible time. Mike London, something else, man. But uh, yeah, Ricky Romero, the all time favorite uh, in Budke. But you know what, uh, uh, Thunder? Yes, come, sir. 
Go get them. Go get them, you guys. Take what's yours. Go get them and take what's yours. Have no mercy. See, man, not everybody hates me. Dan, we gotta right. get, Dan, we gotta get you out to the L Ray. Dan and four other dudes oh, don't hate Thunder. I don't even need a microphone, man. I can project. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. But you know what? Brothers, no, thank you for you know always. Thank you guys for the stuff you do for us. Keep on making the events happen. I love it when you guys have the guests on, especially when you have one with the type of confidence and 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 ego that this guy has. <laughs> it's big. So, man, go get them, brothers, and happy new year, okay? Happy new year, happy brother. Happy new year, Dan. Yeah. We had to do some renovations to the studio yeah. this morning. To fit in Thunder's ego. That is correct. Yeah, yeah the big head ex- through the door. We, we expanded were the walls a square foot on each side. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of uh, construction stuff outside. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thunder, obviously, uh, spending some time with us. Big event tomorrow night, wrapping up the year's end with Duke City Championship Wrestling. Uh, that's tomorrow night at the El Rey. We had had a lot of conversation, Thunder, and I. you gave me your perspective as the champion. Do you enjoy the holiday-centric shows are you are you a guy that says let's add this to what people are already celebrating? Are you a feeling that pro wrestling needs to be a standalone event? Like, what's your energy on that? Uh, I do like the holiday shows. Yeah, I do. I I really enjoy them. Because um, you like ruining people's holidays. I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's it's exactly. Don't exactly. <laughs> don't bring your loved pets to the El Rey Theater because Thunder will kick your puppies. That is the thing he, he does. He will kick yeah. your puppies. Yep. <laughs> ask, ask Mr. Happy. You win the championship in October. You go up that night. You you grab it in front of, like we said, 500 fans who were ready to sing, scream Mr. Bojangles at the top of their lungs. Your music hits. It's it's a whole moment for you. There's a high. Van and I were talking the other day. I just saw uh, Iron Claw. I just saw Iron Claw. It's the story of the Von Erichs. And after Kerry wins the championship, he has a line in the movie where he says, I just can't come down from the high. What was you coming down from the high of winning the championship? What was that night when it's just you and the dashboard lights in your car and you're holding the inaugural Duke City Championship Wrestling belt? I'm still on that high. Yeah. I'm still there. It, it, it hasn't came down. Um, honestly, I I mean, you look through social media. I, I post posts all the time, and people, you know, talk about it. They congratulate me. They do all these different things, and, and it's just I'm still on that high. Yeah. And that high won't go away until, you know, probably never. I mean, this is an honor. This is an absolute honor. Um, that's about all I could say about that. Tell, tell the friends of the show how long your reign of terror will last in Duke City Championship Wrestling. And do you have an equal? My reign will last longer than Roman Reigns' reign. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're talking all time records. We're talking. I'm, I'm trying to go all time. Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't know if you're right. I can't say if you're wrong. I can tell you right now the the roster, the Duke City Championship Wrestling roster, and I know you've wrestled in a bunch of organizations all over the country. As I see independent wrestling, this might be one of the strongest ones, literally in the nation. Like in your opinion, if there was a guy, and it's not Mister Happy because you got him tomorrow night. Let's say you're trying to put over Mister Happy. Is there a guy you're eyeballing? Is there a guy that you'd like to either knock that chip off his shoulder or an opportunity for someone who maybe didn't know they deserved it? Uh, I'd like to knock that chip off of Tommy Test. Yeah. Ooh. 
I will tell you that right now. He talks a lot. He, he's, he's got a bigger ego than me. Yeah. But he does deserve an opportunity because he's a good up-and-comer. But I'd like to slap the taste out of his mouth and show him <laughs> yeah. that, you know, he's still a little green. I don't hate that. He's a little, a little wet behind the ears yeah. still. Speaking of green, I believe it would generate some for the promotion if we were to make that thing happen. Yeah. And I'd be very excited about that. Thunder, we got to grab a break. Any final words about tomorrow night? Any final words about Duke City Championship Wrestling? You know, come and watch the probably the best show you can get in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I like um, that. Hands down, we, we steal the show every time. Um, there's not an unhappy person leaving that building. Except for when I, you know, did that to Hobo. Hank. Yeah, that was rough. That was rough. But entertained, they will be. Whenever we come back, you know we weren't going to do a 2003 year in review without talking a lot of pro wrestling. It's going to be our top wrestling moments of the year. Okay, I'll take this one off, I guess. The Thunder, are you sticking around? Yeah, I'll stick around. Now, is it, uh, Thunder's here, but we may have to do some splaining when we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Banger after banger after banger. Oh, this one's Taylor Swift, too? They're all Taylor Swift. It's oh. 2023, the only music that matters. Oh. Say that to fat-shaming Lizzo's face. That's, she does do that. <laughs> Joining us on the program, Carlos Thunder Gallegos, who is the inaugural Duke City Championship Wrestling Champion. Thunder, welcome back. Thank you. All right, so we're going we're gonna to jump out of gimmick a little bit. So in the world of pro wrestling, there's gimmick and then there's shoot, okay? Okay. This is, I'm giving you a 101. Okay. Gimmick is the character you are within the promotion. You, you're listening, Bob? Okay. We told you about sports betting. Now you get to learn yeah, about Yeah, now you get to wrestling. learn about pro wrestling. Learn about some man slamming. And, uh, your, sh- your, your shoot life mm-hmm. is uh, like the life you live when you're not uh, in the squared circle. Okay. So there you go. So uh, Carlos Thunder Gallegos, welcome back to the program, brother. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. This dude's significantly nicer. He's incredibly nice. I like this one way better. <laughs> this one doesn't But suck. he's still the heavyweight champion, says friend of the show, Joel, on the live chat. Uh-huh. So, all right, so Thunder, obviously we're talking about wrestling here in town. We're talking about the year in review. And, and Duke City Championship Wrestling was a big part of our year. You know, we started the organization in May. It's been a banger ever since, every month just growing. You've been doing it, though, for over 20 years. Yes. Yeah, and you've done it all over this country. And if you could, in your words, just how unique and special this thing is here in town, and you know the direction we're trying to go with it, can you talk a little bit about why it's fun and important to to find your fandom now and watch this thing grow the way that we hope it will? I mean, I mean, this is just, this is this has just been unbelievable. Yeah. Um, the the turnouts, the fans. Just showing up. I mean, I've wrestled in Albuquerque for the last 10, 15 years pretty consistently with a couple of other organizations, but this one is just different. The feel's different. The fans are different. I mean, the fans are all about us. I, I mean, when I first hit the curtain in May, yeah, it, it was it was unbelievable. It was, it was The crowd reaction was unbelievable, and it was a, a lot of fans that actually have never seen us wrestle before. Well, and, you know, and not to cut you off, man, I know you're about to jump in, but, you know, whenever we started in May, uh, KOB did an expose on you and talked a lot about, like, your story and the history of pro wrestling. You talked about your family, which I'm very familiar with. Just kind of told the story behind the people that perform here. And we took a photo one time of the team that it takes to put this thing together. There are 100 people in this thing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's all of these 100 people all have an individual story. And we're talking performers in the ring or myself or – 
um, guys who clean up. I mean, I don't know what other verbiage to use here. And and all these people coming together and, and creating this product for others is a special energy that I don't know how to communicate well enough. You were telling us the story off air, which is why we wanted to bring you back. October the 19th, you win that championship title that's in front of you. The crowd goes from loving you to hating you in a moment. In a moment, they turn on you. It's so powerful and fun. You told me in Van, because you wrote this bit, you told us you came up with this thing over a dozen years ago. Yeah, I think it was um, 2006, 2007. Me and Hobo were um, with another organization, LAW. That was our first organization we kind of put together. And I told him, hey, you know what would be awesome? If, you know, me and you are wrestling in this ladder match and we both get dumped through the table. Yeah. And mysteriously somebody comes from the back and just comes and takes it from us. Because in ladder match rules, it's a lot different than a regular, you know, regular. Rules. Outside there's interference and all those things. Yeah. yeah. There's everything. It's everything but the kitchen sink in, in a ladder match. Right. So we had that inspiration and, uh, you know, we brought it to fruition about 12, 13 years later. Yeah. yeah, Kind of incredible long booking. Look, did you have to sell Hobo Hank on it? Because he's always the hero. Like, he's the good guy. He's the fan favorite. Like, everybody in Albuquerque loves him. Did did he, was it hard to convince him that, like, hey, you're going to take a step back and I'm going to be that guy? No, because the payoff is coming. Okay. So, okay. I, I mean, uh, you know, if you watch wrestling a good majority of the time, the, the bad guy is... Keep that um, right in front of you. Yeah. The bad guy is usually the you know the one who holds the title. The good guy, everybody wants to win, is chasing him, and the payoff will come. I don't know if it'll come for him, but, you know. <laughs> well, and, it, and the theater of it is, to me, the most, like, amazing part. You know, it's the, the storytelling and the art about it. And I'll, I'll give you an example. We were, were talking about, like, wrestling moves in the ring off the air, right? And how we don't believe Van could do any of them. Yeah, and then sure. The immediate reaction is like, oh, I do them, I do them my own way. Uh-huh. And that's that's what this sport is, right? It's it's painting with your own brush, and it's the interpretation of the audience. Do you feel like you have, and what are you, you're 25 now? Is that what you're, you're in? You're 25, yes. Do you wow. feel like you in your 25th year of this game know your exact brush strokes are unique and know how the crowd, the audience, and the fandom will respond? Um, I do, and I don't. Um, it just depends where you go. Yeah. Sometimes your, your response is a lot different, uh, in Arizona than it is here in Albuquerque, right? Regardless if you're a good guy or a bad guy, I've gone out and was a horrible bad guy spitting on people and, you know, slapping babies. And guess what? The people reacted and loved that. Oh God. Uh, yeah. And, and it, and it was weird. It, it's hard, you know, it's really hard. And then I go as a fan favorite sometimes and you don't get a response. Right. Yeah, it's it's really hard. It just depends. What what was the the origin of the Thunder persona? What what were the original seedlings that that created who you are? Um, Thunder actually came from Kid Thunder. That that's what I first started off. Sure. As. Yeah. Not a kid anymore. Not a kid anymore. So <laughs> yeah. once I became a, a man, we couldn't put Man Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> so so we just uh, went with Thunder, and then my persona's just kind of been me acclimating to you know, what I can do in the ring and what what I feel. Like, it, it's a feel thing. Um, as a professional wrestler, you feel this stuff. It's a, it's not like I go out there and I'm on a, on a script and I'm going to do this exactly the same every single time. I got to feel what those people want me mm-hmm. to do. 
and and it's it's kind of like a feel thing. It's like playing music. You feel the music. You feel the beat. You feel everything in there. That's how wrestling is. You you just feel it, and that's how you get along with your persona. Van and I, Van, we were talking the other day off air where I'm having like a not a crisis, not a meltdown, but every quarterly I do a thing where I'm like, Van, I don't know. Van, I don't. Van, radio. Mm-hmm. Van, pro wrestling. Van, I'm in my prime earning years. Van, and every time Van says to me, you're addicted to the microphone. Like, you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Like, this this is my drug. This is my thing. Pro wrestling's your addiction. Yes. Like, like when did it when did it hook you? When did you know you were a pro wrestler? I think I was about seven or eight. Oh, it's like that. Uh, yeah, it was like that. Uh, just wrestling with my little brother, performing <laughs> in the den in my grandma's house. Uh, really, I just wanted to be the Hulk Hogan, the Shawn Michaels, every, everybody that I wanted to be. I that's what I would do. I'd play the radio. We would do entrances. Yeah. I just, I've felt that ever since I was that young. Who, who was your, your idol when you were seven or eight? Who was the, the, the original guy you looked up to? Um, believe it or not, when I first, first ever started liking wrestling, it was uh, Ted DiBiosity. Okay. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. was a bad guy at yeah. the time. He, he had brass knuckles in his tights. The Million Dollar Man. The Million Dollar uh-huh. Man, yeah. right? And then, uh, of course, you know, started watching WWF and Hulk Hogan. And then Shawn Michaels was the top tier for me. That that's who I really um, inspired me to you know want to do this. You know what's so interesting when you saying that is I think there's a muse for everyone. And Van, I don't know if you have one in radio. Was there a guy in the world of radio that made you think you could be radio? The Mirror. Yeah, smart, yeah. good answer. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> you know, for me, I think my radio broadcast career started as a pro wrestling fan. You know, I've been in radio since I was 18 years old. And I started because I would watch pro wrestling as a child. I, right. When did I start? Um, 90, 1990. And when I started watching, it was Bobby the Brain Heenan. And it was Gorilla Monsoon. And then it was JR. And then there was, I could give you Tony Schiavone. And I could give you all these, Mike Tanay, all these names. Where uh, And the big one for me was Paul Heyman. Where I, could, I couldn't do the stuff in the ring. I don't have the abilities that Shawn Michaels has. I don't have the abilities that Big Sexy Kevin Nash has. I wasn't that guy. But what I could do is I could tell fabulous stories. Sure. And those guys told fabulous stories. Mm-hmm. And that's when I fell in love with the world of radio is through the world of pro wrestling and the guys that communicated, JR, the guys that communicated the king, exactly what was going on in front of me. And it was it's just such a, a special idea for me that pro wrestling is the reason I've had any professional success in my life. Kind of crazy. Crazy. Kind of crazy. Tomorrow night, there will be between, this is real, so I, I got the numbers. There'll be between five and 600 people at the El Rey. It'll be our biggest crowd. End of the year, we're going to end on a really high note. We got a bunch of cool announcements tomorrow if you're live in person. If not, check those out on all the social media outlets. What about tomorrow night and wrapping up 2023 as you most excited, Carlos? Um, just ending it, uh, ending 2023 wrestling in front of Albuquerque, yeah. Mexico. That, I mean, 2023 has been an amazing year for me. Um, probably one of my best years mm-hmm. of my life. And you know what? To end it off doing what I love best, you know, how, how else? Love it. Love everything about it. You're going across the hall. You're going to hang out with Buck and Dex over on 96.3. Talk a little bit more pro wrestling while you're over there. So you yes. got the whole deal. Uh, and then you go home and get a good night's rest. And then you pro wrestle in front of hundreds of your uh, jeering fans tomorrow. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Does it change your day of routine knowing you're the bad guy? No. No. It's all the same. It's all the same. It's all the same. 
Do you? All right. I know we're going to go along here for one second. Do you have a punch in moment like at an event? Uh, right before I hit the curtain. Yeah. Yeah. And it just changes for you. It just changes for me. Is there an inner, do you have inner dialogue? What is it in that moment? Uh, first and foremost, I'm just thanking God. Yeah. For, for, uh, giving me the opportunity. That's awesome. To do what I love every single, every single time. And then I actually praying for the other wrestlers. Yeah. (laughs) Not, not to be injured. Yeah. Nobody to be injured, you know, and everything's safe. And that's just to have a great show and the crowd to just, uh, be entertained as possible. And then the curtain, my music hits, and then it's there. But that's what I'm doing minutes into before I hit the curtain. I think I know the answer to this one, but you answer as honestly as you wish. Does it matter if it's 60 people or 600 people? Does not matter. Doesn't? Okay. Does not matter. Because there's always going to be that one kid that, that you have an impact in their life. Love that. Or even the adult, you have an impact in somebody's life. Um, whether there's four people there or 400 people, you're going to impact one person's life. And, you know, that's important. Super, that's, that's super important. Super sweet. Love it. Carlos Thunder Gallegos, thank you so much, brother. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate this you guys. Face of the company. That's he right there. He's stepping across the hall, though. You're going to go hang out with Buck and Dex. We're going to get back and continue our year in review, which I'm telling you the best 2023 TV shows, man. I'm telling you that. I will be telling you that. FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Oh, okay. Mm, What is this? How many times are you going to play this song, Bob? They're all different, man. This is a different song? Man, they're all different, okay? That's bonkers. By the same lady? This part's nice. Ah. Realize what? Oh, there we go. Mm. I know. Oh, we're going to hit that chorus. Just killed it on the chorus. Notice I stopped singing when the volume went down because I just can't hit those same. Can't hit those same. We all appreciate it. 2023 TV in review. (sighs) The writer's strike. Sucked for a lot of reasons. Man. 2023 was an example of it also. Uh, we see you on the social media. We see the texture. Uh, thank you for the support of Thunder and Deucey Championship Wrestling. Very kind. Yeah. Okay. So I only fell in love with one thing this year. I only fell in love with one TV show this year. Okay. Now, also, are we doing like super specific like it has to be terrestrial it has to be broadcast are you allowing like because i think streaming only counts right we're at that point i mean is there stuff on television i don't you know i knew you were going to say that because i don't know i only watch sports on tell there's nothing exclusively on television that i watch period everything's streaming there's nothing on television that i watch that is correct yeah there's not a single even the best bachelor was streaming only Mm mm-hmm Soap operas are on Peacock now. Like, it's there's not just regular TV anymore. The best thing of the year is The Last of Us. It's not even close. Okay. I mostly agree. I think single-handedly the best new program and probably the best program is The Last of Us. The, I'm doing new program is my qualifier yeah. here. The Last of Us is the stuff. I think it's the only one. 
It's the only universally good new program of 2023. Everything else that I like in 2023 that I will mention, that I will get to, yeah. is all more seasons of a, a same show. The There was another one called Secession that came out this year. That people that one's been around. They sweated. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't brand new this year. No, that was not this year. Oh. It's been around. Yeah, people love Succession, and I don't get it. It's, I don't. It's not for me. I didn't get it. Yeah, it's not. I, it's not for me. I get the appeal. Hey, I'm a big Brian Cox guy. From dope dude from East St. Louis, who's playing linebacker for the Atlanta Falcons. Nailed it. That that Brian Cox, of course, with the neck roll. Yeah, that one. So you know, I'm from East St. Louis, and he is regarded as. Godly, of course. <laughs> like, of course. He, what Brian Urlacher is here, Brian Cox is in East St. Louis. Is he in Secession? He is the star of Secession. Okay, I did not know a that. Separate Brian Cox, of course. Oh, and that you, sucks. You, I was you about Google, to be in on it. Oh, he's the he's the Brian Cox. Football Brian Cox washes actor Brian Cox's underwear every Sunday night. All right, weird sentence. Yes, but I don't get it. Secession just wasn't for me. But The Last of Us was captivating. Miss Me with Taylor Swift. Pedro Pascal is the person. Bella Ramsey. Bella Ramsey is going to ascend yeah. into the, I believe you could be in Kill Bill, Terminator 2, or Alien. Sure. Bella Ramsey is presenting herself as a strong heroine. Crushed. Crushed. Crushed that role. I mean, the whole thing, it's captivating it's beautiful. Yeah, it's well written. It's, it's at a. It's slow, but it's still at a pace that keeps you captivated. The part that got me about The Last of Us was, I hated it in the moment. In the moment, I said, "Cool zombie show. Where are the zombies? Mm-hmm. The last four episodes don't even have zombies in them." Right. And then afterwards, I said, "I think there's only like one and a half of the episodes actually had a bunch of mushroom zombies." What was that word you used in front? Mushroom zombies. I don't care what type of zombies they are. Okay. Just as long as a they zombies zomb. A zombie. Yeah, a zombie's a zombie. A zombie's gonna zomb. But it's done so incredibly well. Put it on your list. If you didn't watch it, you have a long weekend with the holiday. Get HBO Max from your uncle. Watch The Last of Us. It's the best thing on TV this year. I agree. It's the best new show, period. And it's not close. Best new show, period. I will buy that. I like... The Curse. What's that? With Nathan Fielder. It's, it hasn't even wrapped yet. The, Nathan like, Fielder is brilliant. He's a genius. This is and set in New Mexico. He, Yeah, that's the one that's yeah. shot in Española. And it's not because it's in New Mexico, the reason I like it. It is dark and cringy and, like, really preys on, like, the modern American spirit, on, like, what Americans value and just, like, rips it apart. It is genius. He, it is super cringy. And it is like legit scary adjacent. I'm gonna and have it, to. It will prey on your insecurities. It I'm gonna will pick you apart as you watch the program. I'm gonna have to peek it because in 2022 he did a thing called the rehearsal, genius. which is as brilliant as anything I've ever seen. That was one of my shows of the year last year. Yeah, it is genius. He's a different level of talent. Correct. So I'm gonna give you that one. I'm gonna give you that one because I haven't seen it. Also, my show of the year every year. Okay. It's also in the fielder verse. All right. Is How To with John Wilson. Have you seen that? Not familiar. He's like a a quirky kind of spectrum adjacent cinematographer and director. And he like traverses the city of New York and it's air quotes how to. Mm-hmm. Like how to 
take out your trash or something. And sure. it just goes on these wild tangent and exposes like the human nature of New Yorkers. Like Rube and Goldberg stuff. It is yeah. genius. Legit genius. Did you watch the wrestling? But also it's not new. I did not. Okay. Yeah. It came out this year. It's said about OV, OVW, which is Ohio Valley Wrestling, which used to be the feeder system to WWE. Okay. It is a parallel to what my exact life is mm-hmm. of radio guys starting a promotion, doing this thing. And I thought, did they just make this after we did this? Like, is someone stealing sure. my life? That's funny. And it's um, it's captivating. But because I'm so familiar with the source product, I don't love it, if that's the better verbiage. Yeah. I don't love it, but it was good. I would encourage you to take a channel or take a second. For my worst list, you want to do that when we get back? Sure. Um, let me rattle off some other ones. Oh, you got yeah, you got bangers. Go. And none of these are new. Okay. So we probably already talked about so them before. That's what I'm saying. I think it's got to be this year. Like, If you're not saying Twisted Metal, I don't think it counts. So Barry wrapped up the season Barry. Sure. With Bill Hader. Fantastic. Righteous Gemstones. Fantastic. All HBO products. Sure. Uh, the Bear. The second season of The Bear. Fantastic. But again, you're none just, of them are new. You're just naming things you like. Yeah. I mean, not, not, these are all like heralded. Yeah. In their excellence, but none of them are new. No. None of them are unique to 2023. Collision started this year. That's the AEW product on Saturday nights. I think it's very good. It keeps me one more night of pro wrestling, so I'm super into that. But otherwise, miss me with everything else yeah. that came out. Yeah. Ted Lasso wrapped up very strong. That was fantastic. But yeah, none of these are new. No, none of these are new. You did what, what we do in the shadows, I love. But again, not new. Not new. Yeah. You didn't say the remake of Night Court. I did not watch that, and I will not. <laughs> That's not for you, you said. It's uh, not going to happen. I have the worst list. Okay. I have the worst list of TV in 2023, and I'll give it to you whenever we get back. Let's it's two it. on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. We can leave the Christmas lights up till January. This is the best one, man. This is our place. This isn't even a Taylor Swift song. What? This is a cover. I don't understand what you're saying. Like, like I, I use this to cover my emotions? Hmm. I mean, it's just so... What's this one called? a different song. It's called Lover. Lover? It's right here. Lover. <sighs> so good. I'm a pretty good looking guy. I don't know if I'm good looking enough to be the love interest in a Taylor Swift music video. You have to be a special level of handsome. To be arm in arms with Taylor Swift and fireworks just going off in the background. Yes, Taylor, I will leave the Christmas lights up till January so we can have this time together. She is Starbucks. It's Starbucks is what it is. Hot is what you mean. It is a plastic cup full of average coffee. It's unimpressive. It's uninspiring. It is the most sick thing in the world. And I'll just drink it down. Just, it is, that's me glugging it. 
She is ordering water at the bar. That is what she is. She is, I want a glass of water with no lemon and no ice. I want to be her tall <laughs> glass of water. That's we what just I want. established you're not good looking enough. No, I, but I'm on the, the spectrum. <laughs> you are. I could be yeah, in the mix. That's true. Where's TV of 2023? Are you ready? I have okay. it. Every single spinoff. I'm done. I'm over at Walking Dead and the boys and the world of Star Wars and Miss the me. world of Marvels. Miss me. All, everything Miss you're me. doing sucks. I don't want to watch Daryl Dixon, who is at best a supporting character in The Walking Dead, get his own TV show. I don't want to watch Ahsoka go and be a weirdo with her weirdo friends and a storyline that I can't super even place in the timeline of Star Wars. Hold the phone. Holding. Ahsoka was fantastic. Ahsoka sucks. It was fan. It's boring. Loki, not good. Okay, Loki was uninspiring and average. Yeah. It was the Taylor Swift of shows this year. Loki made slow motion look fast. It was so bad. I don't need Gen V. You know what I already have? The boys. And I'm fine waiting until the next season comes out. Secret Invasion was awful. Awful. That was awful. I did not finish it. And I like that storyline in the Marvel verse. It's a cool storyline. And they ruined it. All of that stuff sucks. I need originality. And you know, we might be at that point now. We might be at the point with the flops that these comic book movies have become to where we can create new, original, hopefully inspiring content. Pro wrestling is an art house film now? Yeah. That's what you're telling me? Sure. Let's go. Yeah. Give Significantly me. better. And this is coming from me, who doesn't care about or follow wrestling. No. Your stories that are told to you, wrestling fan, are better than 99% of what's on television. Oh, I promise you. It is awful right now. I mean, there's some good shows out there. There's, an, there's enough to get you by. Sure. There's some good shows out there. Don't get me wrong. But it's getting worse. The horribly orchestrated game shows like there's a new horrible game show oh every, every other week every day i see commercials for awful ideas this is a quiz show but they're on a light up chessboard. what that's you're very that is stupid that is stupid I, I you and i are similar it's like ninja warrior but we put banana peels everywhere mm. <laughs> what this is stupid you keep, and keep your money television producer keep it all just say, don't quit throwing it down the drain. You and I, weekly, every 10 days, go to the shop. We go to the barbershop every 10 days. Mm-hmm. We're those guys. Yeah. I go to the barbershop the other day. Gabe Gambino cutting my hair, friend of the show, lead singer of Man High. Mm-hmm. In the shop, they're watching, this is this is uh, street racing at its core. Vroom, vroom. And I'm, they're showing the crowd, and I go, why are there only white people here? Because mm. I've, I've seen a lot of street racing. It doesn't look like this. Uh, and then they do a like an interview and they're like, Yeah, I'm 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 driving Dave and I'm and I go, turn this off. Miss me. T- turn this crap off. I guess I'm fired up. It's what we've all been waiting for. Music when we get back. Mm. The best bangers of the year, followed by the worst. And then our sports finale as it's the 2023 year in review right here on Two Men On. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal.
I mean, we can just play this for an hour. I think that'd be fine. Who is this? Beyonce? I swear to God, dude. This is skim it's milk. Me. I, I'm the problem, it's me. It's he. No, Dan. You ready, man, right here? Moving for the anti-hero. Might be my number one banger of 2023, Anti-Hero by Taylor Swift, as this is arguably the weirdest year in the history of music. Taylor Swift is for people who enjoy waiting in line. I swear to God. <laughs> if you love pulling up to Sam's Club and just waiting on gas... This is for you. Yeah. This is your jam. Do you enjoy ironing clothes? <laughs> How are Boy, you? Boy, do I have the musician for you. If you're into mundane chores. Mm. Hey, you guys like watching golf? How about some Taylor Swift? Before we name our favorite releases of 2023, I went, did you go album or song? I did album. Okay, I went song. Okay. So to be clear here, this is, I think, possibly, and I'm not trying to be old man slow, mm. the uh -huh. worst year in the history of popular music. I don't know if another one has ever come, existed, been worse than, and I've been more excited to see leave than the 2023 Billboard Top 100. Okay. Well, because that's, you listen to pop music. Of course I do. Everyone yeah. does. Nah. That's why it's the Top don't. 100. They don't. It's the top 100 band. They, that's not for me. Oh, there's some magical albums this year. Some really good stuff. So I'm going to name things that people are familiar with, and then you're going to do your weird stuff, and correct. I'll just kind of zone out. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. The number one song in the country, according to Billboard Top 100 for the year 2023, was called Last Night by Morgan Wallen. Are you familiar with this? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've heard of him. So he's the racist. Yeah, he's the one that... that Openly uses the N-word. Yeah, Bob, yeah. Bob, if you find this song, feel free to play it for a second just to jog Van's memory. But if you don't, that's also okay because it's terrible. I won't recognize it. It's not good. We're in a situation now where you can just be blatantly, outwardly racist, be caught doing that, never have to fully apologize, just kind of lay low for a minute, take your pittance, take your slapping on the wrist by the CMAs, mm -hmm. not allowing you to go to one award show, and then be supported by the silent majority to a level to where you're the number one song in the country, Last Night by Morgan Wallen. This is it. Also, country music is now, for some reason, rock and roll music. I have heard this one. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know who it was. I would like this to die right now. It is... Bob, good job. <laughs> it is the worst piece of art ever created on the planet. And for some reason... People slurped it up. You're describing Taylor Swift again. Why you keep doing that? The number two song in the country this year was Flowers by Miley Cyrus, and it's a number one banger. Give me Flowers by Miley Cyrus as watching her ascend from her entire career, dating all the way back to at least my familiarity with her in 2007, Party in the USA and The Climb, mm -hmm. to where we are today. Her storytelling as an artist Perfect in every single way that I identify it. Give me Flowers by Miley Cyrus is my number one banger of the year. 
Uh, that's a easy answer. Because, like, ex- ex- except for, I guess, I left Taylor you- Swift and Morgan Wallen. It was, like, the biggest song of the year. Well, I left you Kill Bill by SZA because I thought that's where you were going to go. That is one of my favorite albums of the year. Yes. <laughs> SZA's new album is so good. absolutely fantastic. But it's fa- so good. My favorite of the year. Oh, what is it? Oh, this is the one again? It's fire. Listen to her voice. There's been torment there. You know what I was when I was a kid? An idiot. You know what I don't need? Other support. You know why? I can buy myself flowers. This is fire. This is just a ripoff of When I Was Your Man by Bruno Mars. <laughs> it's literally the same song. Maybe a sample. I mean, that yeah. exists in this world. No, it's the same song. Lyrics and everything. You're not going it's wild. You're not going Kill Bill SZA. What are you going with? Okay, I'm going Pack a Lunch by Prof. Oh, no one knows what you're talking about. And they will once they Google it and <laughs> jam out as hard as humanly possible. It is an absolute banger. It was my number one song on Spotify. Uh-huh. I listened to this song more than anything in 2023. By who? Prof. Spell that. Minnesota rapper. Prof, like short for professor. Okay. P-R-O-F. It was featuring Redman you're familiar with? Professor I'm familiar with from An One Mixtape Tours. Different guy. Joining us on the program. Actually taller. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, Wayne, on the Sports Animal Hotline. Wayne, welcome. We're doing year in review. How are you? Yeah, I like that. Um, I, I, I'm actually kind of mad at you guys because I'm actually kind of liking some of this Taylor Swift stuff. And <laughs> I think you have a new guilty pleasure, and I'm like, damn it. I, I hate you guys for this. <laughs> Wayne's coming to the census. What is your song in the year, Wayne? <laughs> Same I, I answer as me. I, I, uh, I, I, you guys got to check out Ed Aff. You probably know familiar with Ed Aff, right? Like Nancy Frank. or He he actually has a new album that came out this last year, too, called Hope. And if you listen to 90% of all these uh, college games and football games, a lot of his music is part of the hype for those games. Hmm. So. Uh, uh, if you yeah, if you listen to all the whole album and you start listening to that, you're like, wow! I remember hearing this mm. in half these intros to these football games. So, I mean, you guys being sports guys, I think you guys should definitely check out that NF album. He does a lot of collaborations with a lot of people, but ironically, he's actually a Christian rapper who got big off of the game Madden. His, his intro game was in there. About I'm, I'm very ago, familiar. Yeah, I that's know how he blew up on Madden. So uh, he definitely has a lot of association with sports as far as his hype music, but. He's kind of like a, I mean, he sounds a lot like Eminem, but he, honestly, I think his music is a lot, a lot better as far as recently, for sure. He's all over my Spotify band. I'm very familiar with that album. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's legit. Yeah, but his new album came out this last year, and I thought since you guys are doing the year-end review, maybe you can sneak some NF in there instead of making me start liking Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't have that problem, Wayne. Wayne, are you coming to, rest- <laughs> Wayne, are you coming to the L-Ray tomorrow night? Uh, I wish I can, but I have family and kids and all that, all that crazy. Bring them, yeah, they'll love it. Maybe if it's if it's family friendly, then maybe. But if it's not, then it's uh, we going. only do family friendly programming with Duke City Championship Wrestling. Also, text the text line five zero five two four six zero six ten. I got you at the door. Don't even worry about it. I appreciate you guys for doing that. If that's the case, but yeah, you, uh, maybe let's, maybe let's head down there. It'll be good to see you guys' faces too, man. But all right, wait, have a good yeah. year and. Yeah, play some NF instead of Taylor's. So. <laughs> I love that suggestion. Happy. Thank you I, so I, much. I just, I just don't want to keep saying bad stuff about Taylor Swift and get get acts like uh, Homeboy from uh, Sunday Night Football. Did you hear about that? That he might not get not announced a Sunday Night Football games because uh, he talked bad about Taylor Swift. No, that, I wasn't aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what's the main dude's name? Al Michaels. Yeah, Al Michaels. Yeah. Out, 
uh, broadcast the games because you said that we need to focus on the game, not the sideshow. But uh, I don't know if that's rumors or true, but that's something to definitely Dang. think about. But either way. Took it over. Wayne, so, you're the best, brother. You too, man. Take care. You're so nice. All right, Van. Okay, you get NF. I'll, I will take the heat for you, Wayne, because I will keep reminding the world that Taylor Swift is belligerently average. No, she's not. She is toast and butter. You, right. could, you could have so many options, and you choose butter every time for your toast. That's Taylor Swift. So you're saying what what indie art house thing? What did you go with? Prof, uh, the guy from Man One Mixtape Tour, the professor. Yeah, Pack a Lunch by Prof okay. is my song of the year. Got it. Never heard it. It's fantastic. You can find an edited one, Bob. That'd be fantastic. Dude, Bob, you'd be real careful with this. <laughs> I'm not trying to end 2023 with that. I hope he buys you flowers. I hope he holds your hand. Yeah. Give you all his hours. That's correct. When he has the chance. Yeah. Take you to every party. Because I remember how much you love to dance. Uh-huh. Do all the things I should have done when I was your man. Miley Cyrus ripped off this song straight up. That is the same chorus, and this song is ten years old. Way better now. The new version's way better. It's like it's like how uh, PS Five is the better PS. Whatever the highest number is. Yeah, the highest number. Is yeah, the that's usually the case. Can I tell you about the weirdest except music? for sequels? The weirdest music of the year. Do you remember when Luke Combs, who's also famously racist, do you remember whenever huh. he Wild. yeah had the uh, weird? Why did he have that Confederate flag sticker on mm. his guitar all those years? So do you remember when Luke Combs? Covered fast car. Do you remember this? Oh, wow. Is that legal? So that interesting you said that, right? So Tracy Chapman in the 80s put out a banger called fast car. Mm -hmm. Tracy Chapman is a famed lesbian. She's a famed person of color. She's African-American. She's black. Mm -hmm. She was not able to succeed achieve a ton of success with this song some might claim maybe the industry was holding her down mm. it's been covered about a million times justin bieber's covered it passengers covered it if you're into boyce avenue they've covered it and then the machine gets behind luke combs okay the the white country singer and they push this thing to the top of the charts mm-hmm. and i had one of those head scratching moments where i said what what are we doing, music? Is there are we are we now trying now to hear, just mess with people? Now hear me out. Yeah. Country music fan? Did you just listen to that song because the words fast and car are in it? Good point. Because I know you love NASCAR. Good point. NASCAR are fast cars. I think there's a connection there. <laughs> Snooze by SZA was a banger. I'm Good by David Guetta and BB Rexa is a remix of Blue Da Da Dee Da Do Die Da Da Dee Da Do Die Da Da Dee Da Do Die. Huh. That that song sucked the first time. I think my favorite <laughs> pop song of the year. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have been a pop song. Okay. Doja Cat's Paint the Town Red. I mess with Doja Cat. That's a dope song. It's a really good album too, beginning to end. We have a pro wrestler who comes out to it. Veronica Vega comes out to it, and the whole crowd goes crazy. I was uh I was on the poker table the day Doja Cat's album came out. Yeah, and, like I had my headphones in. People like asking me, "What are you listening to?" And one of the dealers is a cooler, younger woman. Sure. And she was like, "Why is your forty-year-old white ass mm-hmm. listening to Doja Cat the day it comes out?" And I was like, eh, "I like to party. It's my thing." Yeah. The the my favorite thing about Doja Cat is whenever all of her fans are like, 
So obviously you do it for the fans. She's like, no, I do not. No, I don't care at do all. For money, this, are you confused? <laughs> yeah. A bunch of really bad ones in a row uh, for the year. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. I, and I'm again not trying to blow it out of proportion. Quite possibly the worst year in the history of music. Period. Um, that sucks. That sucks. That that is the fact. But that's what it is. I. You know, I'm a pinkies out music junkie sure and there was a lot to like about 2023 but as far as like popular music goes it was awful van's favorite song you have to try in a small town i mean it's well written i mean it's it's just a i mean it's a it's a microcosm of american culture right now why what's not to like about modern philosopher jason aldean you knew his name because well, I was about to joke on it too. I had it pulled up right here did next you, to me. <laughs> the, the other uh, Oliver Anthony did the Richmond of North Richmond. Do you remember this one? Where it's him on a six string steel and he's like just talking about how we shouldn't care about miners on an island, but we should care about miners in a cave because they make money for the USA. And you go, What are we doing? Hmm. Like, are you are you saying to just look past the Epstein stuff? Like we is can- this we can uh, have both. Yeah, why don't we? Yeah, we could fix both problems. Yeah, give equal effort to what's deserved. Yeah. That's crazy. That's super crazy. Also, R.I.P. Drake. Uh, zero bangers this year. This I think this is the first year where Drake put out no bangers. You can miss me with Drake. He's, he's the Taylor Swift of rap. He's not, literally, he's not being missed by anyone. Mm-hmm. Bad Bunny's pop whenever he came out wrestling in Puerto Rico. Bad Bunny! <laughs> Bob, I know you're on the phone, but we got to step away. Whenever we get back, here's my thing, man. And I'm not trying to overhype it because it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Our political moments. Okay. 2023. Please. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Is that is this NF that uh, Wayne was talking about? Isn't it crazy that there's like 32 combined in and out? We've been playing bumpers at every single one, and they've all been bangers from Taylor Swift. That's crazy. She has so many bangers. There's way more than 32 in and out burgers. I like what you did there. So good. It's our political moments of the year. You know what I really like? Yeah. Getting junk mail in the mail. Okay. Yeah, it's really cool. Like instead of like pertinent letters and bills and sure. like stuff you need in your like life. Like direct mailers? Yeah, I love direct mailers. Yeah. That's the Taylor Swift of mail. That's not correct. She's junk mail. You want me to go first? Is that what you're saying? I'm sure. Everything George Santos. Cannot stress this to you enough. That's my number one. The claims <laughs> about he and his life. You remember when he said his grandma was a Holocaust survivor? Yeah. Not true. You remember when he said he went to college on a volleyball scholarship? Not true. Van, do you remember when he said he was Jewish? People said he wasn't Jewish, and he said, no, he's Jew. O.J. Simpson, not a Jew. (laughs) But guess who is? Well, not George Santos. Not George Santos. Neither. He isn't either. You just see, I'm just kind he said, I'm kind of Jewish. His mom wasn't in 9-11. Nope. 
He didn't have employees who died in the Pulse shooting. He said that he worked for his, Go- Goldman his, Sachs. His niece didn't get kidnapped. This is wild. Just the most wild stuff. Also, and normally I don't like at all judge people for this stuff. His actual life is as weird as his made up life. Mm-hmm. He's the weirdest human being in the world. He, he, he gave a bad check to the, this is one of my favorite phrases. Yes. An Amish dog breeder. He swindled an Amish dog breeder. He lied about starting a charity that helps dogs. Nikki Haley said the other day that the Civil War was not because of slavery. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make the list because George Santos exists. Yeah. That's how dumb George Santos is. Well, I mean, it was about states' rights. That's okay. States' okay. rights to do what? What did the states want to do? Yeah, what was that Nikki? thing? What was the thing that the states thought they had the right to do? What is it? Say it out loud. Say that thing. Say the thing. He was employed and was collecting unemployment benefits. That is correct. <laughs> he, he spent campaign money. On Botox mm-hmm. and OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. 1,000% correct. <laughs> oh, God. Now, Van, we can't just be a one-trick Tony here, right? Uh-huh. Give me all of the House Speaker nominees. Give me every single one. Give me the ones who had it. Give me the ones who lost it. Give me the turmoil that surrounded it all. Give me Kevin McCarthy and, and, and Scalise and Jim Jordan and Mike Johnson and and that's what I want. I want I want to just watch these piranhas chew at each other. It is so yummy. And the guy they gave it to? I didn't say Hakeem Jeffries, obviously, on purpose, but you guys get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, the entire existence. The idea that the Republican Party now throws Ukraine under the bus for some reason. Mm. Like, I don't get it. Wait, are you or are you not proponents yeah. of the military-industrial complex? Isn't this making you a lot of money? Why is Tommy <laughs> Tuberville a thing? The football coach is blocking appointments in the military. What is going on on this timeline? There was... There were so many political stories this year. Why did Jamal Bowman pull the fire alarm? Why does he do this? What are you delaying? The inevitable? As indifferent as I am to Joe Biden, the Taylor Swift of presidents. Yes. The most average one we can have. All time. He joined a picket line? Yeah. That was huge. The first president in deal. the history of the United States of America to be pro-union and join a picket line, as milk toast as he is, that was huge. Hey, hot take. I'm the most pro-labor guy you will ever meet. All time. No, because I am. I am not the most pro-union guy you'll ever meet. I, have, I love unions in principle. I love unions, the idea of unions, the practice of unions, the execution of unions. Needs some help. Sure. We could, we could, uh... Modernize it a tad. Everything Lauren Boebert. Her entire existence. 
Oh, you're talking about public handies? Yes. Is that what you're talking about? I, am I talking about former escorts? Which, by the way, I'm not even shaming that. Live that life if you live that life. Yeah. Am I talking about... Sex work is work. It's work. Whatever. Matt Gates, put him on the list. Marjorie Taylor Greene, put her on the list. Jim Jordan, put him on the list. Hey, how about governors and the United States of America... Human trafficking immigrants that was the across w- the country. How how many <sighs> times are you going to throw against their will illegally? <laughs> you going to put migrants and political refugees and immigrants on planes and buses and send them to places you don't like? That's human trafficking, dog. <laughs> Come on. Ron DeSantis's shoes. How do you get through so 2023? Bonkers. So bonkers. Sometimes I want to add a couple extra minutes to this show. I can't do it. Sometimes Ron DeSantis wants to add a couple couple extra inches to his height. He can do it. And he does it by wearing lift boots. This is like every girl I meet on the dating app that's like, you really are that tall, Fred. Let me check your shoes. Oh. Politics was as bad as music was in 2023. It's crazy what it's turning it's into. It's so crazy. Like, we, how do these people not think they're accountable for their actions? I have no idea. Like, this will live on in history. You're going to be that person forever. There's no reason to say the phrase, you're the party of Ronald Reagan, and not say, ha, 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 at the end. Mm-hmm. Do that. There you go. That's my political 2023 fan. Is that pretty close to yours? Super close. Yeah. Our sports moment of the year. Whenever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. All right. Interesting. I guess we get a new producer in Jeff St. Louis and we lose all of our Taylor Swift music. Thank oh, is God. That, no, is that what was Jeff, happening? It's fine. I mean, if, if Bob didn't tell you on the way out, it's not your fault. It's not about blame. <laughs> but just celebrating 2023, Jeff St. Louis joins us. So are you going to buy the pay-per-view world tour thing? I don't have to buy the pay-per-view. I already saw it in theaters. Oh, look at you. There you go. Sad. Jeff, we just did our political moment of 2023. What was yours? What was your political moment of 2023? Well, now, when you say that, what do you mean? Well, we, we both just picked George Santos. Okay. You know what? That's always good. But I got to tell you, every time we roll back to the abortion debate. Oh. Because it seems like I, I've heard so many pundits say abortion was never going anywhere. Roe v. Wade was already settled. I was saying that. Mm. And then, the and then it's, in other words, you think that there's things that will never happen. Yeah. But they can happen. And they may happen. Oh. Very biblical. Sorry about that. States rights. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. <That's> right. <laughs> All right, Van. Sports moment of the year. Okay. I've been leading. You may go first. LeBron James breaking the scoring record. That's it. That is gigantic. It's huge. In the history of sports. Yeah. As much hate as that human being gets, I still don't understand. But monumental. Breaking a record and just will surpass it by 
thousands of points because he's not going to stop playing ever. He grew his hair back, bro. You think he's going to have to retire? He's getting younger. It's wild. You, he's not getting younger. That's not how hair growth works. <laughs> so it was, so it was like a, that was a no brainer for you. Did you, what else did you consider? Did you have anything else in the mix? Um, one wrestling moment was big for me this year. All right. Which was that? Um, when Thunder betrayed no. Hank at the <laughs> historic El Rey Theater. Rhea Ripley got married. That one, that one was big for me because it, it broke my heart. I was like, made me really, really sad. That's not your number one sports moment of the year, Rhea Ripley getting married? I. She's not married. <laughs> well, she announced that she's in a relationship. Yeah, so she, yeah, okay, yeah, it's, that part's... It's all the same to me. Okay. You know, it's, it's tough because I had a bunch of them on my end that I was considering, right? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, the rise of L.A. Knight. Give me the rise of L.A. Knight. <laughs> okay. Like, to, be, to walk uh-huh. into a venue, you and I did this. We went to WrestleMania. And to hear 80,000 screaming fans going, yeah, that's replaced the woo. Because it used to be, woo. Mm-hmm. That's gone now. I, I didn't know that was a thing. He's, yes, you did. And he's become such an icon now. Yeah. To where it's taken over. Huh. Yeah. That's a good shtick. Now, it, it's I very I can good. see why people like that one. Now, is that bigger than the reunion of The Rock and John Cena on SmackDown Van? Is it bigger than that? The return of Randy Orton after 18 months on the shelf at Survivor Series? Is it bigger than that? Cody Rhodes earning the respect of Brock Lesnar in the middle of the ring. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens having the WrestleMania moment over the Usos. Jey Uso become the first person to pin Roman Reigns after more than three and a half years. Sami Zayn, you were there in San Antonio at the Royal Rumble when he betrays Roman Reigns in the butt line with a shot to the back with a chair that is still resonating around the world. Any of those, Van, would have been good. Wow. Connor Stallions. So he puts on... A fake mustache and an ill-fitting hat and sunglasses and just walks on the sideline. Like Mr. Magoo. And just, he, thinks, he thinks he can just like Marvel superhero his way onto the sideline yes. with a sunglasses and a mm-hmm. hoodie and an ill-fitting hat. And he just... Like Chris Evans is Captain America exactly. hiding from Hydra. And nothing happened. No one... How many people does it take to make a, a college football team work? Uh, hundreds. Hundreds, right? None of these hundred people realize that this kid doesn't belong here at all. He just threw on sunglasses and shaved a goatee and walked on the sideline and they let him. It's all about the confidence. <laughs> also, uh, you're mentioning of Chris Evans hiding as Captain America from Hydra. Chris Evans is also the love interest in Taylor Swift's music video. He is the one who's handsome enough. It's Chris Evans. Oh, okay. okay. Wow. There okay. you go. Okay. I always wonder. All right. The sports moment of the year is the return of CM Punk in his hometown of Chicago, Illinois, at Survivor Series, undoubtedly setting up a heavyweight title match at WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia that we will be at nine years away. Oh. Nine years away from the game, Van returns i'm there in person i hear eighteen thousand people look in my eyes what do you see is that a quatrain is that a uh, fred and van quatrain right there bigger than a quatrain it's a it's a um train Mm, bigger good one i was really struggling for a second shohei otani versus mike trout 
with the world championship on the line. That's you. It's a cliche as it gets. You couldn't write a better story. Oh, wait, we did the day before. But it actually happened. Teammate against teammate, country against country, with the pride of the world Mm -hmm. on the line. The two best to do it go up against each other. October 19th, 2023. 500-plus screaming fans pack the historic El Rey Theater in beautiful and historic downtown Albuquerque, New Mexico. The inaugural Duke City Championship heavyweight belt hanging 20 feet above the ring from a wire. A ladder rests beneath it with two men to scale it. One Turbo Tony the Hated, one the beloved Hobo Hank. And then the betrayal and the interference from Thunder as he enters to the ring to the DCCW fans' disappointment after he doesn't assist his childhood friend Hobo Hank. He betrays him captures the Duke City Championship Wrestling belt from atop the ladder and is met with jeers that cannot be replicated again because the futile and the hatred of that moment was so severe. My number one sports moment of the year. Well, is that when he used Wrenchy to take a, a couple of bolts out of that and it, the whole thing collapsed? There's a lot of truth in what mm. it was. It, it called the fixer. He was fixing it. Uh, yeah. Van? Russell Wilson. Okay. Give me the (laughs) yummy, yummy saga of Russell Wilson's downfall. I will admit, I will get it out of the way. He's a nice guy. Kind of guy you root for. You want to see him succeed. Does great things for his community. But he is such a weird dork. Weird dude, man. He is such a weird dork. And it was so just delicious seeing how awful the Broncos have been with him at the helm. How inept. That team has been the last two years, the most L's of any quarterback in the league, Russell Wilson, perennial MVP candidate, Super Bowl winner, Super Bowl runner up, insanely weird dude, Russell Wilson, his downfall from being the biggest piece of trade bait in the history of the NFL to being cut a year and a year and some change later is wild. Zero, zero human beings called that the way it played out. There is no way. How good Logan Paul is at professional wrestling. Oh, I know. It's oh, that, that, is a, that is a big one you just got there. That is the most famous guy on the internet. Picked professional wrestling. The WWE is his thing. He beats Rey Mysterio for the U.S. title. Van, you don't follow him on social media? He's doing all these bits where he, like, leaves it on a subway train. He's doing all these bits where he just, like, hands it. Like, there'll be, like, a guy panhandling. He's like, hey, you can just have my U.S. title. It doesn't mean anything. Mm. Like, it's the most brilliant. Uh. And then lastly, the pop for Bad Bunny with his interest at Backlash. Did it in San Juan, Puerto Rico against former Puerto Rican Damian Priest. And that, that entire sellout crowd. Just losing their stuff. Just incredible. So there you go, Van. That's mine. That's my end of the year sports moments. LeBron James. When we get back, it's our news story of the year. Forget it. Let's see what we want to do in 2024. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. We're going to do news story of the year. Yeah. I've noticed we're in the final segment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my bad. It was that submarine imploding, though, right? 
Has to be. Like, that That was the weirdest thing. That was the weirdest story I saw. The submarine just imploded. And it, no, oh, thank, oh, here you oh, go. Thank you, yeah. Yeah, thank oh, you Jeff. All right, it's back. <laughs> I thought Jeff was going to give me a break. You could have been getting down to this sick beat. You can get down to this beat. My best friend. Nope. This is probably the best one. At the beginning of the song, she invites you to listen to the song. Yeah. Is that what goes on? And then That's... compliments it? Yeah. And the haters are going to do what? Oh, okay. That would be, I would be one of them. <laughs> Today, at least. Thank you, Jeff. No problem. It's not, I'm not a hater. Yeah. It's just sheer indifference. You, you... It's like, I don't understand. You've got to admit, though, that is one of the top sports stories this year. Because uh, how many of her little, what do they call them, Swifties or mm-hmm. whatever? You know what they're called, Swifties. Let's, I mean, let's put some respect on it. Oh, you gotcha. <laughs> Did she take, you know, right in there uh, with football? You know, uh, I find it fascinating, you know, when the two worlds collide like that. Sports and music celebrity. As weird and obsessed as Swifties are about everything Taylor Swift, I guarantee you a large number of Swifties know more about the cover two defense now than a lot of our listeners. Exactly. You get it. That's exactly (laughs) what I was saying. And there's a lot of crossover, too. I mean, Brandon Boat. he's got a little Taylor Swift uh, shrine, I'm sure. Everyone does. Built in his... uh, his uh, pole barn where he keeps the cows. Does he want people to know that? Well, did you just yeah? Out, did you out? Did you him? out BV? Yeah, I think that's I, up to I, him. You know Jeff. As a Swifty, not as anything else. Yeah. Out him as a Swifty. Yeah, I think that's up to him to out himself yeah. as a Swifty. Anybody not that follows you. his Instagram will notice every cup <laughs> so that he's stupid. drinking out of Taylor Swift cup. You know the big cups, Taylor Swift cups. You know he's. But he's music a, in the background, Taylor Swift. I could see BV like being a purist, though. He's like, only the old stuff. Yeah. Like, well, I, like, I like her old yeah. stuff yeah. better. SOS by SZA. No thanks. <laughs> Miss me. I think I know what I want for 2024. I got my wish, boys. Okay? Okay. Let's hear it. Peace need, on Earth. I need podcasts to die. Oh. I wish for the end of podcasts. I ran a low-key experiment this year, but I didn't even talk to you about this, Van, mm-hmm. where I was listening to what I identify as idiots, mm-hmm. and then I was going to three different sources of podcasts. Yeah. I'm not going to name them on air. There's no reason. No reason. And everything that these idiots were saying was just regurgitation from one of three sources, and I need that to go away. I need original thought to return the people who surround us, not just in the world of sports, which, by the way, I would love if it did. I would love if you stopped liking the Dallas Cowboys because you thought they were good 30 years ago and you started actually liking a part of athletics that you actually like. But I need podcasts to just disappear off the face of the earth. That's what I'm yearning for in 2024. There's a few great ones. This American Life. That's like it. There's a few. But. The overwhelming majority of podcasts that you have access to on the daily. I like the daily. The the daily's good. They're Swifty in in nature. They're just so average. Most podcasts are the Taylor Swift of podcasts, and I I get your sentiment. There's way too much suckage going on. Suckage. 
But it's the same, like you said, for all of them. It's not just sports. It's politics. There's two or three uh, places where people get their politics from, and then they just regurgitate it. And the same thing Mm. with celebrity. You know, everybody tries to get it off TMZ and then rehash it. You know, so it's the same in all of them. All the water cooler subjects. Some, Some celebrities deserve it, like Pedro Pascal. Like, uh, it just seems like just an awesome dude, and he I crushes really, everything he was in. I really like that. was that. a good year for him, and I, and I appreciate it. Also, next year, you know what I know what, I, you. You know what appreciates about you? <laughs> I need more alien stuff next year, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, that, that is a foregone conclusion, because I don't know if you've noticed, but how much UFO stuff has been popping into the headlines lately. Oh, we've I think noticed. It, I think they're going to make contact in 24. What do you think? Um, I'm just crossing my fingers as hard as humanly possible that there's more weird alien stuff next year you said make contact how about make more contact that's it actually land and and talk to you guys on your podcast that you're trying to see the end of i want all of them to die (laughs) are the united states government the probably the most secretive entity that exists in the world finally admitted that we've seen UFOs That's and that. released footage of actual UFOs that they can't describe any way other than saying the aliens. What do they call them now? UEDs or you, there's a guy trying to build an actual museum in Rio Rancho right now. What? Yes, a real live, legitimate museum. He's been getting exhibits from. Uh, lots of different sources. He's got them all combined. He's no. keeping them in a warehouse. Mm-mm. And he's trying to build a legit museum. That's take, wild. Take it away. I am so excited for that. Do this. Take, hear me out. Take everything in that museum and get rid of it. I'll make a better museum. I've just made up stuff. That's what aliens is. Just made up. I went to Roswell. I get it. Also, put that museum in Roswell. If the state of New Mexico has money for that museum, put it in Roswell. I think he's looking for independent money, but I, I, I love the, the different ideas that he had because he's got the actual reports. He's going to have like AI read the reports, you know, like they're different actors and uh, a, so little, stupid. a little Orwellian, you know, I, it might work. You never know. The world would be a better place without the Charlie Kirk show. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's low hanging fruit. The Megyn Kelly show can be gone. The Ben Shapiro show can be gone. That's a lot of hate right there. She just came Joe out. Joe Pags, see ya. Mark Levine, see ya. I don't need any of these people. You don't like being lied to? That's weird. Not my thing. Joe Rogan, gone. Hey, hey, big meter pusher over here at KKOB, Dan Bongino. I could live without. Get rid of all these things. I've never listened to any of them, but I'm familiar with their work. <laughs> If you much like Taylor Swift, if you did like me, and gave them some play, like go talk to someone you identify as an idiot, and then go give these shows from that same day, maybe even. But mm-hmm. I, I did the day before, and I don't know if that idiot that you talked to are listening to these shows directly, but whoever they are listening to, listen to these shows. Just all regurgitation. How many times can you eat throw up before you stop eating throw up? Personally, the ones. <laughs> I learn. I learn very fast. Do not eat. I learn. Up. I learn fast. <sighs> that's my. That's my wish. I don't even know 
who Denise Dezawa is. I don't care. See ya. Kara McKinney sucks. Stephanie Hamill sucks. They all suck. Get rid of those things, man. That's my 2024 wish. That's a good wish. Yeah. Also, peace on earth. That's yeah, a good there wish. There you go. There you go. Give me peace on earth as well. I just, you want peace on earth, and I just ignore alien stuff. But the nice ones. Clay Travis is still around? The country singer? Oh, Clay Travis <laughs> sucks. Tucker Carlson's got a new podcast. People are uh, listening to this. Oh, a lot of people listen to that. It's on X. Steven Crowder's got a show. These, What is going on here? Tucker Carlson might be 45's running mate. Really? Mm-hmm. How's Matt Walsh feel about this? Who's that? That's a, I love that you gave that answer. Also, he'll pick Candace Owens if he picks anyone, and he'll do an exact comparison <laughs> to come to like Kamala Harris, and he'll be like, "This, this is the better one." Mm-hmm. Like he'll say and words he will like say that. The one, for the sure. one. Yeah, she's one of the good ones. Yeah, he'll say that. He'll say that. That's what I want. I want. I want all of this gone. Is there a way to do that? If I had a magic wand. Or some alien technology. If we could all, and I don't know how you would ever do this because you can't. If we could all just be forced to touch grass one time a year. Mm-hmm. Just like one week a year. You mean like the kind they sell at that shop? Nope. That, no. I don't do more than touch that grass. Yeah. No. We kind of skimmed right over. Yeah a uh, former president not being allowed to run in certain states by the Secretary of State. Maine today (laughs) said that Donald Trump is not allowed to run for president. 20 seconds. If Alabama said that, they say, nah. Good 2023. Final words, man. What a year. Thanks for all the support, friends of the show. We absolutely love you. Good job, everyone. GG. Thank you, sir.